The following podcast may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. What are you eating? It's a Starburst flavored candy cane. Oh, wow. I bet the taste is amazing. Oh, yes. And I don't have to share with the smelly ass director. (laughs) It's crazy how candy has evolved over time. My all time favorites are hot tamales, Mike and Ike, Snickers, and of course, Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh, yes. Some of my favorites, too. I agree. Um, Well, in this episode, we talk about some killer candy. Literally, it killed people. You're listening to Unexplained Realms, the podcast. I'm your host, Anne, and I'm joined by co-host and producer, Eddie V. Grab your favorite candy and a cup of coffee or some hot cocoa as we dig into this week's episode, Killer Candy. In 1858, William Hardiker was a local of Bradford, England. He spent his days selling candy from a stall in the Green Market. Most of the townspeople knew him as Humbug Billy, as he was most popular for his peppermint humbug candies. You're wondering, what's a humbug? A humbug is a traditional candy that is hard-boiled. Typically, they are peppermint-flavored and striped with two different colors. Often, the colors are black and white, and they are shaped like cylinders with round ends. They are twisted in cellophane when sold. It is said that humbugs date all the way back to the 1820s. Billy often purchased his candies from Joseph Neal, who made sweets a little ways down in the market. Joseph Neal made the peppermint humbugs with peppermint oil incorporated into a base of sugar and gum. Though at this time, sugar was extremely expensive, leading Neal to often substitute powdered gypsum also known as Duff. Using cheaper substances at this time was a common practice, and names such as Duff, Daff, Multum, Flash, Stuff were used to hide this practice. On October 30th, 1858, Joseph Neal sent a lodger that lived in his house and assisted him to collect more daff to make William Hardiker's humbugs. The lodger was James Archer. He would go to a local pharmacist named Charles Hodgson. Hodgson's pharmacy was about three miles away. But when James Archer arrived, he was unable to meet with the pharmacist. Charles was ill. James would be assisted by the pharmacist's assistant, 
William Goddard. William Goddard was a very young assistant and had to ask the ill pharmacist, Charles, where the daff was. He was told it was in a cask in the corner of the attic. Though the young and inexperienced assistant, William, sold James Archer 12 pounds of arsenic instead of daff by mistake. The 12 pounds were delivered to Joseph Neal to begin preparing the humbug candies. Of course, Joseph had employed an experienced sweet maker by the name of James Appleton. During the production of the humbug candies, the experienced sweet maker, Appleton did not notice the difference between daff and arsenic. Though he did notice that the final product looked slightly different than the other batches of humbugs. He paid no mind to it as he was feeling significantly ill during the production of these candies. Immediately after, he would become very ill for days, vomiting with pain in his arms and hands. He had no idea it was due to exposure to poison. After the humbug candies were made, 40 pounds were sold to William Hardiker for his candy stand at the market. Once William had purchased them, he noticed the irregularities in them. They definitely didn't look normal. Based on this, he bought them at a discount. During that day, he had sold up to five pounds of the candy. 21 people who purchased them died and 200 became ill with arsenic poisoning within 24 hours. At first, many thought the first few deaths, which were two children, were related to cholera. At first, many thought the first few deaths, which were two children, were related to cholera, which was a huge issue in Britain at this time. Though within a short time it was realized that it was William Hardiker's candy stand that was causing the problem. Authorities began tracing back where the arsenic came from which led them to young pharmacist assistant, William Goddard. William was arrested and would stand before the magistrates in court on November 1st. Later, Charles Hodgson, the pharmacist, and Joseph Neal would also be placed on trial for the charge of manslaughter. And Hodgson, the pharmacist, would be acquitted in December of 1858. The story seems to be just a tragic event. Poor choices and cutting corners led to disaster. Though, 
There are some variations of the story. I've seen on various social media platforms that William Hardiker, or known as Billy Humbug, knew the candy was poisoned and purposely distributed it to children. I didn't find any proof of this, but who knows? Maybe it was an accident, or possibly purposeful. Guess we leave this one to the realms of the unexplained. Yeah, this one was crazy. But it did lead to the Pharmacy Act of 1868, which requires record-keeping, and there are signatures to obtain for poisons and non-medicinal poisons. This also led to adulteration of food, which makes it illegal to add or replace food substance with undeclared alternative components. Did I tell you that I learned while in Europe that there are laws in European Union against GMO and food additives? No, I didn't hear that. Mm. I think it leads to people being more slender and not as obese like they are here. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. We need some of that here. But I I think we have similar laws where you're not able to add, you know, things that are non-food items or poisons or whatnot. Well, they got all these chemicals and, and, uh, and dyes and stuff like that that are tied to cancer and other things right so the 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 phrase bah humbug mm, i wonder yeah. if that was like a result of this thing you know i i wonder about that i i was thinking that too because i mean you know billy humbug and and maybe people walked around after that blaming him thinking oh bah mr humbug you know and it kind of just took off maybe. and maybe they feel about those candies the way that some people do about fruitcake <laughs> straight to the trash yeah i mean we see those little candies now i mean i haven't seen black and white in forever but i yeah. have seen them in my lifetime you now see the little round uh circular shaped like uh peppermint ones uh, yeah. red and red and white yeah and that shape they come in different colors that's that's always yeah. something i like didn't wasn't drawn to yeah me neither so <laughs> yeah well you know what i am drawn to though you know um some tamales Ooh, tamales yeah. delicious and i made some enchiladas so we'll, i think we'll we should hit those first absolutely yeah? all right let's get out of here okay if you're new you can visit us at unexplainedrealms.com Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. And don't forget to smash those like, subscribe, and follow buttons. And don't forget to hit the show notifications button on Spotify so you can get reminders when we drop a new episode. Don't forget to click on our sponsor's links when visiting unexplainedrealms.com with a variety of brands and products to choose from and the most exclusive deals just for you. This podcast is supported by Anchor.fm and V Media Studios.